Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time, back with our newest expert and somebody who's quickly becoming a fan favorite, Beth Traverso. How you doing, Beth? Hey, doing great, Michael. Thanks so much for having me back here. Always a highlight of my day. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, for folks that don't know you, Beth, you are a top 1% agent broker in the country. Uh, let them re- remind them what market you serve, and let's talk about what's going on because everybody's real estate market seems to be changing week by week. Yes, it's interesting. It is week by week. I operate in the Seattle market. And uh, uh, it is uh, a median price is like one three. Median price on the east side where I am is one three. And in the in the King County, our whole area, including Seattle, is about nine hundred right now. Okay. So, so higher than than typical. Yeah. So what do you see in this week? Yeah. So what it is interesting how you mentioned every week changes because I really do see the people that are in the thick of it. We see the shifts before they're almost imperceptible, imperceptible changes in the, the wind. Mm-hmm. And by the time the numbers come out, it's we've often moved past that. So yeah. what I'm seeing is it is interesting what happened in August. We're already moving forward and looking at what's happening and adjusting day by day. And it's been really interesting. I was chatting with my team yesterday. We do a, a Monday morning um, uh, Zoom meeting where we catch up on everything and what's happened over the weekend, et cetera. And what I've been seeing is a lot of mixed messages. So we're really, conf- it's, it's kind of confusing because I'm seeing this combination of return of the bidding war. And I know people may really? not hear that. And I'm sorry, it may not fit the narrative that people want, but I got to call wow. it like I see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting. But it's not every house. And so it's almost like that was last week. And now this week, it's been very quiet. So it's this mixed message of what exactly is going on here? Are we do are we following this track? So let me poke at that a little bit. Let me poke at that a little bit. So again, I, I, I don't know your market at all. I watch my little market of Fresno, California, and then the country. Yeah. And again, it's very interesting because I actually, let me ask you this question first. A lot of the markets I work in, um, they're very influenced by interest rates, right? First time home buyers, you know, they're doing three and a half percent down. I don't get the feeling that happens at a 1.3, you know, median price. I'm no, guessing- people can afford to do what they want to do. It's just a matter, I think, of almost the psychology of how do they feel about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, because they're putting big downs. They're putting big down. A lot of them can, can pay cash if they want to. They're just right. wondering, do we want to hold our cash? Yeah, do we what's a better return on? Yeah, what's a better return? Do we want to cash in our stock or leave the stock? Yeah, how are we There's, feeling about all of these pieces? I right? think it's very much emotional. And we are starting to see a lot of more head things that we've been talking about that you've been talking about forever. Yeah. Now the public at large that doesn't follow these things day by day, it's like right there in their face. Yeah. And they're now they have to acknowledge it and mm. make decisions based upon that. They're like, hmm, how do we feel about yeah. the future? How do we feel about buying right now? Yeah. So so okay. So now back to my question. Cause again, you gave this to me, right? You told me in June your market tanked 50% transactions when rates ticked over six percent for that little window. Yes, it did. And then we all know, or at least most of us should know by now, rates backed up all the way down to sub five for a minute. 
And that's what I think was going on last week is you had the last buyers who got rate locks and they saw rate stuff. They're like, God, I have to go or I'm going to lose my lock. Right. I think that is what may have happened. And now people are looking, I don't know if you saw it today, but the, t- the 30 year mortgage is now almost 3.4 or 6.4. 6.4. Right? Oh, I hadn't yeah. seen that yesterday. We, we, it was, yeah, we blew by 6.3 with 6.28 then 6.31 now 6.4 right yeah. it's going the wrong way mm-hmm. and uh i think we talked last week i think it ultimately goes over seven i know you've been saying that and <laughs> so i'm interested to see if that comes to be um but i think that's my thought too it's like okay two weeks ago we had a lot of people that all of a sudden or a week before not even two weeks ago to say mm-hmm. 10 days ago people were right. still in this rush to get in inventory very very low i saw multiple offers on some of my listings that i wasn't expecting or very fast sale we had a bunch of upset uh buyers agents and buyers that thought they had all the time in the world and then wow what do you mean it's pending already it something got snatched up you know even i took over an expired listing that didn't sell before it wasn't my expired listing with someone else's we repackaged it relaunched it and it went pending almost instantly uh and that was interesting because yeah. that's not what we would typically expect to see based upon what's been happening over the summer where mm-hmm. it's been very, very quiet with lots of price uh, reductions. Mm-hmm. So um, what I'm seeing now is it seems like some houses are still mostly on the Seattle side of things, not my area, but in Seattle, for whatever mm-hmm. reason over there, things are, are popping a little more in our area. We do this thing called an offer review date. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of my temperature gauge of what's happening on the market is are they setting offer review dates? And are okay. those, because what we do in our area, when things were really crazy, we would make people wait four or five days to give it full market exposure. And then on uh, Tuesday or whatever day you choose, that's the day we're going to, we're going to negotiate an offer and pick one. And then, um, so I'm starting to see that start to come back a little bit, but oh, not really that much, but I'll know for sure that she, things are shifting back in seller's favor. Once we start seeing, because if things start going pending in two, yeah. three days with multiple offers, the first thing that's going to happen is the review date will be back. Okay. Um, so, not quite seeing that yet. But then now this interest rate thing is just threw another monkey, monkey wrench, wrench in the works. Yeah. And I really do believe that's what happened because now this week, all of a sudden, it's just been a lot more quiet as far as showings and yeah. not so the, seeing as many bidding wars. Yeah. So again, I think it, it it's amazing how many markets are interest rate sensitive, even if you're in a market where people pay cash. Because again, you're right. It is an opportunity cost. Do I want to sell my tech stock? at a low value because I know it'll be higher next year or do I want to use some of it or all of it? It's just everybody, everybody makes these individual decisions. So the other thing I'm interested about your market is um, expires and cancellations. Probably cancellations for me is the most interesting. Cause I think there's a lot of people that came on at wish pricing uh, at least in many markets that are now realizing they can't sell it at what they needed to sell it or wanted to sell it. So they're going to take it off and wait till March, wait till April. Um, have you seen cancellation spike or not really your market? I wouldn't say it's a spike, but I definitely have noticed in the last two weeks. We talked about this a few weeks ago. And at that time I was like, yeah, not when people really. are canceling, they're, they're relisting. It's just more of an indication of what's being relisted mm-hmm. at a lower price. It was more of an indication of price drops. People have a decision. They're like, we can either price it where it sells today or pull it and try again later. So right. I am starting to see, I always check now when I see a canceled because I'm looking in my market at my little, my, my real estate agent buy box. I'm watching mm-hmm. every day as well as my investor one. And so I'm looking in there and I'm saying, okay, here's all the ones that canceled today. Mm-hmm. Or did they relist or not? 
Right. And I'm seeing probably about half of them, maybe 40% of them relisting, but the others are not relisting. So that's a little different. Yeah, that was different. Cause I remember up. you, I remember you saying it was two weeks ago. It was like 70, 30, the other way. It mm -hmm. was a way of getting a price drop and, and getting it to the top of the list. Now you're saying 60, 40, the other way. They're just, it's flipped around a little yeah. bit where I think a lot of, so our market is a little different in the seasonality where we, we pop in January. Oh, I know it's weird. It's weird compared to other areas, but we get slow in the summer and we jump in Jan January for me is what the month I'm most curious to see in 2023. Cause for me, that's okay. going to set the tone of the whole year. Okay. If it's, if it's crickets, then I'm going to be really concerned. So yeah. for what's going to th happen. Then the last thing for your market, every market has a median price. Where are you seeing the most action? And, and really actually it'll be a part A, part B. So most actions from listings, are you seeing lots of stuff below the median? Or lots of stuff above the median. Is it is it a different trend than before? What do you what are you seeing? If you don't know, it's okay. Yeah, so it's interesting. I'm seeing below the meetings median median slower than I would have expected. Okay, and that's a really interesting thing that I'm puzzling. He's te trying to tease out the psychology or what the influencing factors are of that. Maybe they mm -hmm. are more interest rate impacted those buyers potentially. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not, I'm seeing a lot of more inventory at first time home buyers than I would expect. So you're seeing um, more inventory more. below the median and mm -hmm. you, but you're also seeing less demand below the median. Correct. And Interesting. what I'm seeing is the move up market, which is right around the median for us, like right around that median is kind of the move up where we are. Okay. And, uh, just so happens to be, and what I'm seeing is more activity there because the listings dropped a lot in that That's median like in my maybe around like say like around 1.2 1, 1 to 1 3 mm -hmm. we were over we had an oversupply for several months and the prices dropped 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 those houses were selling for up to 1 6 with bidding wars earlier in the year now they're going for list price if we're lucky okay so that compensates for a lot of interest right rate sure. impact you mm -hmm. know so the correction correction was made one thing i can say is i am proud of our you know, our collective market here in that I like, I like to just rip the bandaid off and like, if we're going to have a correction, let's just get do it, it over now with. and move yeah. on. And they did it. You know, people were like, okay, here's what we got to do. Everyone. And a lot of the sellers that I talk to, I just, if they give them the right coaching of here's what's happening, everybody seems to have gotten the message by now. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, what's it going to take to sell this house now? Here's what we got to do. Cool. Set the expectations and people for the most part are taking those. There's a few out there that are just insane still where I wonder what are these people thinking? What are they thinking? Price, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, their house is the most special house and yeah. theirs is worth more and yeah, it's bless special. them. But yeah. you know, there's a little bit of that, but I'm seeing more of those move up buyers. The, there's still some people out there that just want to live their lives. And it seems yeah. like with the, with the drop in inventory and that demand still being there, granted, not what it was. Mm -hmm. People kind of like they, they, they maybe toyed with the idea of not moving for a while, but now like the discomfort is getting greater yeah. and they want to do it and they financially can. I think it might be the, one of the differences here is right. like, I don't think there's an affordability issue in our area for, yeah. for the typical buyer. So the that makes a difference. The last question is about the sellers, right? Specifically the, the move up, like the one, the now one three was one six. I want to talk about those sellers, those sellers. Again, your opinion is fine. Where, what are they doing? Are they buying something else in the area or are they leaving the state? Any idea on the split? So the, the typical seller profile for me is somebody who's leaving the state. Okay. To be with family They're They may have lived in that house for 25 years. I get a lot of these people that have been in the same home for a very long time. 
part of their retirement plan is, is to sell that. and move yeah. elsewhere. And they're, they're taking their equity, which is a huge amount right. of their retirement <laughs> for a lot of them, for a lot of them, that is their, that is their retirement is their equity in that house. And they're mm. going to sell it and roll it into something else or move to be with family somewhere else, whether they're retired or not. Um, and if the, market that they're moving into like i was talking to somebody yesterday who's looking to move into a part of arizona and like okay your house is not going to sell what for what it would have but also where they're purchasing is a similar situation yeah. so if, it, if it's a lateral move it's kind of like well okay at least you don't have to deal with the insanity on the buying side that maybe right. they would have you had used to have dealt with and they don't want to they don't want to postpone their retirement or being around for their grandkids or you know living their dream whatever that is, that's a compelling thing. That's hard to give up. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm seeing. The people that are selling yeah. that that's their, that's their scenario. And oftentimes they don't have to sell. There's very few people that really got to do a sale, yeah. whether it's from like, uh, you know, in a state or a divorce yeah. or something like that. We get to get those sometimes, but most of them are just people that want to move on to their next phase yeah. of life. Yeah. The, the have to sells or the, actually it's the want to sells. Those are the people I think we're going to talk about this in video number two. I think as we get into the winter, your market may be different because your your seasonality is a little different. I think a lot of people are going to put it on the shelf till March. It's like, okay, we missed it. It's winter. Let's chill. Let's have Christmas one more time here. We'll listen yeah. to spring. So, Beth, if somebody wanted to buy or sell in your amazing market, how would they reach out or follow you? Thanks. Yeah, they can find me on my website, BethTraversoGroup.com, or just Google my name, Beth Traverso, and all sorts of stuff will pop, pop up. up. You can find me on social media, et cetera. Awesome. Thanks, Beth. Thank you.